0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another Dish to Confusion Thursday Night Hangout.
1: Hello, good people! It is good to know that we are still alive, seven days later, from the last show.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Ladies and gentlemen, I of course am your host, Charlie, and I'm joined once again by the political economy himself, Zileos. So this is the Thursday Night Hangout. This is a live weekly show. We try our best to cover the topics most important to you. But if you haven't yet submitted your topics, your questions, or perhaps you have opinions that you would like to add. Please, at any time during the show, drop them in the chat. We will add them to the Whoa. show.
1: Whoa, opinions? Yes. If Just we opinion, sir?
0: There's a lot of... We're always open to opinions. If yeah. we do, unfortunately, run... We will try to add them all to the sh- this show. If we do run out of time, we'll add it to the very next show. Uh, so let us start off quickly by by doing a, a quick little PSA. Um, and that is that... Ladies and gentlemen, there's a phenomenal author out there who goes by the name of Dan Jolie. Um, I actually got the uh, chance to interview him back at, I think it was the last Canuga that we did. Um, he wrote a, a book series, I believe it's a trilogy, called The Grey Widow Saga. Uh, currently, on Amazon, you can get the very first book for 99 cents. So if you haven't checked out, uh, the first book is uh, The Grey Widow's Walk. I highly recommend it, especially for those uh, in the Atlanta area because the book starts in Atlanta, which is kind of cool. And also, he's a really good author. So I've, I've liked everything that he's written since the um, since the Grey Widow trilogy. He's written a bunch of stuff beforehand, but I've really gotten into his stuff since the Grey Widow trilogy. So um, check it out. Uh, the what was the, oh shoot, there was another book that he came out, the, his most recent book I believe is called, oh, what is was it called? Zelius, help me out here. I want to call it like The Rune Master Murders or something like that.
1: It's actually hard to tell, like, it's hard to tell from Amazon what his most action recent book is.
0: Was, there's like a rune Mas- I see
1: Mega Dogs in New York, I see The House of Teeth, I see Waterland, Grey Widow's Walk, The Storm.
0: Okay, that's a really good book too. But, that and, uh, uh now you're gonna make me look it up
1: i think it's the light it looks like it's the most recent one
0: let's see here if i if i just look at the oh here we go uh it's the runemaster homicide well there you go which is a really it's a demon sleuth scrolls but it's the demon scroll sleuth book one so it's gonna be more, but the first one, awesome. Loved it. I really, I can't complain. Um, anyways, so go check it out. if Or if you haven't already, go check it out. I highly recommend it. It's got my stamp of approval. Now, the next bit of news is that Nintendo has officially bought a um, animation studio. Uh, the animation studio was called Dynamo Pictures uh, but they have already have plans to rename it Nintendo pictures and that will of course allow for, um, uh, I, I'm guessing i I need a, hold on, let me look this up cause I feel like this is the same in this, the, the company that's, that was doing the, um, Mario.
1: I don't know, I got distracted, because I just learned Don Jolly wrote a angel book from the vampire, from Buffyverse. Oh yeah, man. Who knew?
0: Let's see, Mario movie. Actually, let's just do Chris Pratt. That was probably the quickest way to find out. Because you never know with, wait, what? Oh, whoops, Company. I don't want companies. (laughs) What the celebrity, damn it gotta love when they they try to decide where you're gonna search
1: you will search where I want you to and you will like it sir
0: here you go untitled illumination entertainment Super Mario project well then I guess it's not Dynamo Studios never mind then okay well whatever I'll be very I mean look here here's the thing I feel like This is a very smart move by Nintendo, uh, which, of course, is already following in the footsteps of Sega, Marvel, um, Riot, and Gearbox. They all have their own kind of like TV, movie, production, internal studio, and in my opinion, this gives them full rights and ability to make sure that it stays true to the the letter.
1: Well I think you've also seen like with Netflix and Amazon what they've done, well mostly Netflix with their animes of how popular they've become. I mean, you know, you kinda of used to almost have to like go out of your way to watch anime or be very specific in subscribing to something like a Crunchyroll or know to go to like specific websites to watch animes. Right. Whereas well, now, like anybody can just like, oh, this sounds interesting. Who maybe would not be introduced to that world otherwise?
0: Right. Well, I mean, the other thing is like, um, uh, the the League of Legends show, uh, Arcane, was cre- was done by the Riot, uh, studio. You know, um, the the Borderlands movies being done by Gearbox
1: yeah much. I'm still questioning life choices as far as that goes, but what do I know?
0: I'm'm i I'm, I'm, God I I'm really I don't know when it's coming out. It's supposed to be coming out this year, but it could be so cool. It could be so cool
1: uh, I'm I'm call me skeptical but yeah, I'm sure it's hell skeptical. I'll just leave it at that. but
0: here here's 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 the ray of hope though. Is the fact that Gearbox uh, Media branch is the the studio? Because I'm gonna be totally honest with you, if it was like MGM or Paramount or insert other very Hollywood esque studio, I would be like, um, I would absolutely 100% be like, nope, because you That's would fair. Hollywoodize the shit out of it, and it wouldn't be what it. Um, let's, let's, let's go. Um, Transformers, Monster Hunter. Uh, no,
1: if you want the ultimate one, what is it like King of Fighters or whatever it is?
0: What DOA?
1: Yeah. DOA. That's what I'm thinking of dead or alive. Which yeah. I've not seen it, but I've seen some YouTube rips on it. And apparently it's pretty much the worst thing ever made.
0: Of course. But that, but, but that's the thing, you know, like I feel that by doing this, If done correctly, Nintendo could really, you know, be able to maybe produce. Maybe this is the start of, you know, the um, a Mario project, or fingers crossed, maybe a Zelda project. I would be totally down for that.
1: I mean, I think most of the universe, let's be honest, would be totally down for that kind of project. Yeah, Uh, it's something I think we all want and would
0: be like fascinated by. Yeah. I mean, we can we get, I, I want, okay. Oh, who would do it though? If there was gonna be a Mega Man movie, cause Capcom's not gonna have their own animation studio or-, or just, just set
1: house. it to the Proto Man and you solve all your problems.
0: What I wanna see is I want, so, okay, Proto Man, the act one is, you know, they're, they've done, they do it like a rock opera. If you've actually looked at the lyrics for act one, it actually gives you the stage direction of what Doctor Wiley's doing. And so my my question is, and I'm sure if I could probably, you know, if I deep dive, maybe I can find this. I, I wonder if this was ever actually on the stage because if it was, damn it, <laughs> oh, we missed out.
1: Uh, I don't know. I- interesting life questions.
0: There's so many interesting life questions in mm-hmm. life. Hmm. But I, you look. The thing is, at the end of the day, not a big surprise that Nintendo would make this type of move. I think that we're we're now in. I mean, we've obviously been in in this realm of um, video game uh, IPs jumping over into TV and movies. And to be honest with you, I, it's a br- even, yes, I understand brand name alone can bring in some money, but if you actually have a company that actually 100% gives a shit of keeping it close to source material, that could really, really be good.
1: <laughs> I agree. I, I hope it becomes something. Um, but, we shall see what it actually happens. Um, like most media's, I'm I'll be skeptical until we actually see what happens. Um, Agreed. How how often it also does not work, unfortunately.
0: Agreed. <laughs> but that's oh, why yeah. I'm hopeful. You know, with with it being a Nintendo, studio and you know, um. Now, of course, I'm still dying to see, uh, what's 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 the big one I'm looking for? Oh, Sandman. I need to see Sandman. It's coming out on Netflix, it's coming out. It premieres Friday, August 5th, which is way too far out. And actually, uh, this is TMI for everyone, but it'll be four days after I get my permanent crown on the tooth I just had a root canal on.
1: Oh, wow, you're just having all kinds of teethy funds
0: well, you got to get a root canal, and the root canal, they only put a temporary thingy module in there because you got to go back to the dentist so you could get a permanent cap on there, or crown, or whatever it's called. Fun times, fun times.
1: Yes, yes, it is.
0: Now, keeping it in the vein of video games, because
1: oh, and we're not still talking about root canals.
0: No, we're not talking about root canals, though. Yeah, the 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 doctor's like, wow, you you really. Have a very high tolerance for pain. I'm like yes, because usually people are squirming when we're giving them the shot. I'm like I don't care.
1: I'm like no, when it comes to teeth, nope. I'm I'm a little wuss, man. I'm like nope, nope. I don't like teethy things.
0: Uh, we all got our our uh, weaknesses, Elias. Yeah. Um, Anyways, so let's get back to video games. We, we just talked about Nintendo lists, and I did mention Sega, but instead of talking about a Sega movie, let's talk about uh, the the next Sega Genesis Mini 2. You know, those wonderful consoles that are slam-bam packed with 50 of their greatest games. This, Is it really? As of right now, they haven't released, of course, they haven't released the entire li- uh, list of 50 games. However, uh, they have released... a a good list of them. And just for those out there who are interested, you can pre-order on Amazon right now. It will officially come out uh, sometime in October of this year. If you're in North America, I don't, I can't, I'm assuming that Japan's probably already got it or about to get it. Uh, but actually if, if Japan already had it, then we'd have the full list. So they don't have it yet. But anyways, here are some of the games that are going to be there. Uh, Sonic CD, Shining Force CD, Slipheed, Mansion of Hidden Souls, Night Striker, Ninja Warriors, Afterburner 2, Outrun, Outrunners, Virtua Racing, Super Hang On, Sonic 3D Blast, Shining in the Darkness, Vector Man 2, The Ooze, Bonanza Brothers, Alien Soldier, Rainbow Island, Extra, Splatterhouse 2, The Rolling Thunder 2, Lightning Force, Fantasy Zone, and Star Mobile. Now, I have to say, and you might wanna mark this down in your calendars, ladies and gentlemen, this is the first time I'm actually impressed with most of this list. Like, if, hypothetically, I were to have ever had something uh, that magically played Sega games on the PC, if, hypothetically, I would say that I, that my library actually included a lot of these titles. I would say that my library would, hypothetically, include uh, Fantasy Zone, Lightning Force, Rolling Thunder 2, Rainbow Islands, Alien Soldier, Vector Man 2, Shining in the Darkness, Sonic 3D Blast, uh, Afterburners 2, uh, Ninja Warriors, Night Strikers, Shining Force, and... Sonic CD, which is 13 games out of the list that, that I just gave you.
1: Just think you have a legitimate reason to now go purchase an authorized copies.
0: Yeah, I'm so good. I'm, I'm pretty, I, am going to be totally, I, well, I, you know, if some, if it accidentally ended up under the Christmas tree, I wouldn't hate it.
1: You wouldn't return it in a fit of rage. You'd be like, damn it, these other 37 games are crap, and I just mm, can't handle this. Would you guys stop
0: trying to false advertise the shit on me? If all my favorite games, bullshit.
1: This is not all. It's missing two of them, damn it.
0: It's missing the other three that I played a lot.
1: Without those three, I will kick it in the face.
0: They're all RPGs, they all took 37 hours, but that's besides the point.
1: And I, am the, very, t- the tutorial.
0: I am very curious about one thing and, and I'm sure that because you know technology has advanced a shit ton that this probably isn't an issue but I'm, I'm curious about all these mini s- systems and the the save file system that they have what about it? like um, is it like the old school save files like from the original Sega or is it one of those um ones where you could be where you can hotkey a uh, save, this uh, three steps save again, save again, save again. Which by the way, uh, I I loved that feature in uh, Final Fantasy VII remake. Instead of having to find the the save crystals that were in different areas, yeah. you could literally just be like, I survived that. Okay, uh, pause why, that's the quick save. All right, back to the action.
1: That is actually one advantage of PC over console gaming. Mm -hmm. Like when playing Tales of Arise, when you want to save it, like you have to click like six times because you got to get in and get out of that menu. We're usually with the PC version. A lot of times, even if you're playing with a controller, you can hit like F5 or F4 or something to do like a quick save. Yeah. Like I, that's the one thing I wish it had. I have to say, so sidebar. Yep. One game I did. So. The last two days was amazon prime uh oh no it was free oh was okay the um mass effect legendary edition for prime subscribers
0: Shred. yes
1: um now granted you obviously have to authenticate it through origin because it's an ea thing but I was you, like, you have
0: to do that even if you got it through steam so oh you
1: do yeah so i'm like but i'm like uh, free le- like i was planning on getting legendary edition probably actually after i changed with tails anyways mm-hmm. so i'm like well, this is per- and I played it all the original trilogy. I played on the 360.
0: Yep.
1: And so I love the PS5, but I'm like, if I'm going to play it again, I want a different kind of experience. I'm going to play it on the PC this time
0: because
1: mm-hmm. you know, to and probably easier to do things like sniper rifles and other things like that that I have no desire to do on any console. Um, I still so play like, with the controller. No, I'm going to play keyboard and mouse this time. Just kind of. I know, I know, but I'm computer. just saying
0: that I I have it on the PC and I I use the controller.
1: I totally get that i yes i when i play uh final fantasy 14 at my computer i use the controller when i'm playing that on the ps5 even though i technically use a keyboard and mouse
0: keyboard and mouse on on a console just sounds like icky to me i don't know it just...
1: well, it's one thing like for 14 it's not against the tos to right. do that so like overwatch understandably it is against the terms of service to do that But something like Final Fantasy 14, where intentionally playing with PPC people, they don't care.
0: Right. Right.
1: But I know too many. I do have like a really cheap uh, wireless keyboard and mouse combo with like the trackpad, Mm -hmm. just to be able to like type to people.
0: I don't talk to anyone.
1: Yes, I know people are terrible. You'd rather just deal with like real humans. I don't know why I prefer. People over the internet who may or may not be fake or real, I don't actually know.
0: They're all fake, damn it. Well, except no. for everyone who tunes into the Alter Confusion Thursday Night Hangouts. They're don't real. Don't
1: worry, my illusions, man.
0: I'm sorry, Zayas. Maybe.
1: <laughs> no, I don't think you are, sir.
0: I have my moments. Okay, so uh, speaking of ex- uh, games that, uh, that excite us, uh, there's a game on, that I played on the play, the, not the PlayStation, the Xbox 360 that blew my mind and I couldn't get enough of that. That of course was Alan Wake. And then Alan oh, Wake yes. has been, there's been a, a, a sequel has been rumored for years now. Um, the director from Alan Wake for Alan Wake two, cause it was officially announced a while ago. Um, he, The director has come out and said that the, um, the script and story for Alan Wake 2 is the biggest Remedy um, entertainment or Remedy? Is it entertainment or interactive? I can't remember. Anyways, Remedy has ever uh, attempted, which makes me even more excited. But at the same time... I, it all. I, I, I'll have to admit that I'm a little bit scared with that announcement because if you have a very, very, you know, complex and lengthy story, that's, that in my mind is, is making the game come out later and later. Am I wrong? Yeah. Right? I, okay. So Alan Wake originally came out in 2010. So it's been twelve years.
1: It's like when they were making Square Enix has talked about making Final Fantasy sixteen. And one of the things they said was, "So sixteen, it's not an open world game." Mm-hmm. But they're very explicit. Like, look, guys, like with what we're trying to do with sixteen, if we went the route kind of like you're saying of making it an open world game, it would make us like fifteen years to develop with what we're doing in the game. So there comes a certain point where you, you, know, it's definitely got to make those choices, whether it be the story or like open world versus more on rails of when do you want the game to actually come out? And that can be a tricky proposition because you obviously want to make your gamers happy. You want to make new monies. Um, so you want to put as much into it while well, some developers do. Um, so where do you kind of draw that line between like development of staying on track in adding features or knowing when to take away features to not have future bloat and actually have a game. That's going to be good.
0: I just hope that when the next final fantasy comes out, that there's a 32 hour tutorial.
1: Going off of the description of 16, I would guess it's going to have a pretty lengthy tutorial, sir.
0: I just got like, I'm going to be totally honest with you. When I found was it 13. Yeah. When I played 13, and I put in, like, 34 hours. And then, because, yes, I'm almost two hours slower than the, the average. um, And then it's like, okay, and now the real game starts. So like, F this. I never played it again.
1: Well, no, that's a good question. I mean, think about it. So, like, the game I've been playing recently is Tales. And it's <laughs> like, I'm... 20, 20 to 25 hours in mm-hmm. and they're still adding like new like battle mechanisms. Not like you know, I get it like you're playing like a hack and slash you're gonna get new skills. Right. Which to me is different than entirely new battle mechanisms as you're playing. And to me there definitely comes a certain point in a game, mm-hmm. and I think 13 goes over the top of that, where it's like okay, I already went this many hours like, and then allow me to kind of like perfect and really get involved with what I know versus continuing to basically push new battle techniques. Or well, at like, least
0: they're at least they're pushing yeah. new stuff. And and 13, my biggest gripe was the fact that it's like, okay, we're forcing you to change up your party. So you can see the different dynamics that would yep. occur if you had these three people instead of those three people. I'm like, I don't care. I, well, I'm sorry. Them- no, I'm, I would say
1: because at least I was actually thinking of you because yeah. at least in Tales, yeah. they add new characters with different blah blah blahs. Yeah, but you can keep your same original three the whole yeah. time.
0: Exactly. I, I've but got I I've got no problem with had, that
1: because we've had this discussion before. And for me, I find it really hard. Like if I spend like you know, if I get another character, probably like five to ten hours into a game, I'm still fine learning that character. Right. But there comes a certain point, and it's probably about fifteen to twenty hours in. Where you give me a new character, and I'm like, you know what? I'm sure they're a great character, but I know these original three to four do what I need to. I'm just sticking to these people because right. they do my thing. And these other two, I'm probably honestly never going to touch because I'm so far into the game already.
0: Right. And, and but I, I do also want to point out that there are, I mean, there, there are examples of games that there are, uh, where you have a party where there are perhaps like, um, usually their their side quests where you have to, you know, you have to include certain member and maybe that certain member is a person who came in later that I'm okay with where I'm like, okay, instead of, you know, let's say you've got a party of three and you've got your three, your main three. And then you're like, Oh, there's a side quest with this other person that I picked up like number five on the list or something. And so it's me number five. And then I grab, you know, whoever, Either two or three that's going to complement it. And then I go. And then maybe, hell, maybe I find out that number five really makes things work. That's true. But but it's not a requirement. And that's what drives me nuts is like when they try to force a player onto you, like you you, you got to at least try. I'm like, no, I don't.
1: Okay. So what about the reverse? So yep. take, you know, I'm spoiler alert. I'm breaking probably the statue of intentions of surprises no! and spoilers. So you got like, for instance, like two really well-known ones are Final Fantasy VII and the original KOTOR, Knights of the Old Republic. Yep. Where there's core characters who temporarily or permanently mm-hmm. are probably characters to get, you know, play gets very invested in, but then you have no choice and they're not in your party anymore. Yep. Um, it might be the rest of the game. It might be a good chunk of the game. So what do you feel about games that force you to not have and most of the time, because you have to have an emotional effect or probably an integral part of who was in your party, uh, who you, to our point, you got used to, and now you can no longer have them. So how do you feel that when game does that?
0: If it makes sense, I'm okay. But if it's just like, if, if, if okay, so the the, the the character that Ziz is trying to allude to is, like, if I hear her theme song, I get misty-eyed, Okay because she had she had such an effect on me uh in in the story of uh, Final 7 um that works. but 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 at the same time like there was a reason you know it wasn't just like uh oh straight bullet oh nuts you know <laughs> I mean, it was it yeah. was a big plot turn uh, that, that I'm okay with. If, if if it's something cheap, if it feels kind of like, you know, they're, the, the developer is just trying to force you to, you know, switch things up. Um, yeah. No. That
1: makes me think of, so there's a TV series called The 100.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And there's a character who pretty much everybody loved mm-hmm. who died mm-hmm. basically from a stray random bullet. It like, basically the entire... Um, fan base was pissed off about it because it was like, wait, it was this character who like overcame all the stuff and was just a complete badass, and this is what you do to like who became many people's favorite characters? Like, at least have some like payoff. Like, maybe they die in an epic battle to like save the universe. Okay, that's cool. People could go for that, you know. But it was just like, oh nope, just a random stray bullet. Sorry, sucks to be you. It's like. But, well, but, okay. so I actually stopped watching the show for like two years when that happened.
0: Ah, okay. See, but that, that was a divisive thing that caused maybe an uptick in viewership to see why everyone's getting now, pissed so at that,
1: For this show, I know specifically, like a lot of people were like me when that happened, where it's like, that was just dumb. So I'll take the opposite approach A show that they did it really well was Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh-huh. There's actually another character in a very similar path of their stories and their relationships of what happened, and the character died. But the payoff was so monumental where it actually worked, mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, okay. Like, it actually, I guess the it, it moved the storyline. Like, it really pivoted the storyline. I think it's when those characters die, and it's just like it doesn't change anything. You're basically back to where you were, you know, at the beginning of the season. Yeah. Versus if the character dies, whoever he loves, but it completely changes the story and actually has a pivotal moment, which I think to your point is why it works in Final Fantasy seven is it wasn't just a, well, person died. Let's just move on and not worry about it. Like it actually had an effect. So I think that's kind of where it works Or same thing in Kotor. When the character gets taken away from you, like from the rationale of why it happened, it's like, yep, that makes sense. So, I think that's what really helps. So, verse show versus like the hundred were just where stupid and serve no purpose other than the probably reduced salary of the show um, versus something like Final Fantasy seven or Buffy where it actually moved and improved the storyline, even.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, actually, speak, speaking of uh, TV shows, I, I do have to give a, a quick uh, shout out. Uh, to uh, my my friend uh, Tony Moore uh, from Winthrop University, uh, he actually got himself a reoccurring role on a uh, a daytime soap called um, uh, Days of Our Lives Beyond Salem. Uh, Wait, what? hold on. What?
1: I'm confused. There's like, is this like a sequel to Days of Our Lives? No, it's a mini miniseries
0: spin-off? spinoff. It's 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 a Peacock original.
1: Is Days of Our Lives still even on TV.
0: I think so. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyways, his um, his character's name is Terrence. So I, I'm that dude. Has Tony has worked his ass off so hard doing so much stuff. I'm just happy to see that you know he. he Whatever actually...
1: happened to Wonder Two? What was the guy? Remember the guy at the convention who would like yell, "Hey up!" Yes.
0: Yeah, it's Santiago. Santiago. Yeah! He's he's got a new uh, miniseries coming out too. I think. Nice. Um, that guy was
1: cool.
0: Let me see. I think he. I think he posted about the.
1: I wish I could be that happy.
0: Uh, it is called. Yeah, it's a, a miniseries called Searchers. Uh, something evil lurks in the small town of Charleston, Ohio. When Dusty Wick's body is found in a shallow grave, her best friend Hope Moon. Makes it her mission to find her killer. In doing so, she puts her life and the lives of the others in harm's way. Searchers, an episodic web series coming soon. Nice. Yep. No, oh, yeah. Santiago, man, he's he's of course he's got like a bajillion different projects. And he's also still on his um uh, his uh hey oh uh uh fight against bully campaign that he's always doing. Hmm. Um so of course, for those out there who the name kind of Santiago Cirillo uh if it sort of might be kind of sounds familiar it was because he was uh one of the fan favorites in one of the seasons of The Walking Dead. He was Julio from I believe Block C when they did when they were at the prison. So, yeah. I have
1: definitely not seen that far in The Walking Dead. I've seen like the first four episodes. I
0: think they got to the farmhouse, and then I was like, eh, "Nope."
1: It's like it's on. I I just can't get into it. I tried, and I just get bored of it.
0: Santiago also was the co-author of um, oh, a book with uh, one of our
1: one of the longtime
0: fans of the show, Kendra uh, Souder. Oh yeah. Uh, what was the name of the the book? book though. Oh, uh Zombified. He's working on uh, the second book. Uh the second book is hopefully going to be uh released in October. So not one but two thi- two exciting things to think of in October. Uh Zombified book 2 as well as the the Sega mini number 2. Nice. Yes. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, I do want to take a quick pause to do the friends of the show. These are the amazing individuals who have helped Alter Confusion be what they are today. And let us start off with the one that we always start off with, the fantastic Indie Cluster. The Indy Cluster is an organization of independent game developers that want to gain exposure by being involved in the community. They collectively journey to popular conferences as a traveling booth to help gain attention for their games. They make partnerships in local communities to bring games to the mainstream mindset. They highlight local, unusual, and rare concepts to challenge the paradigm of the common. They also host events to teach kids and... Minority groups about game development to wh- hopefully one day enter the industry themselves. For more information, go to andycluster.com. That's I-N-D-I-E-C-L-U-S-T-R.com. There you go. The next friend of the sh- friend of the show that we have to give you a shout-out about is Noodle Boy Media. Founded in 2015 by Andrew Tran, Noodle Boy Media, previously Wack Kid 47 Media is your choice for professional photo shoots and panel recordings at conventions. They pride themselves in providing a high level of professionalism, top-notch experiences, and quality services. If you want more information and to view their full list of services, check out facebook.com noodleboymedia.
1: So many options.
0: Now let's talk about the, the the man, the myth, the legend, the amazing chiropractor in the greater Atlanta area, Hero Chiropractor. Hero Chiropractic is a unique healthcare practice set up by Ryan Moore, the company's focus to elevate a patient's experience of freedom, creative expression, and joy. They believe that everyone can be a hero and has incredible heroic potential inside themselves waiting to be unleashed. Hero Chiropractic focuses on mobile chiropractic care in the greater Atlanta area. They are committed to healing clients by creating a plan of action uniquely suited for each person. They make that plan of action as convenient and affordable as possible and, most importantly, suited to your individual needs. For more information, go to HeroChiropractic.com. Now, the last one that we have to thank is the, the mastermind behind our... Intro and outro, and that, of course, is Crosspad Creative. Need a new logo or want to work on a full branding and content strategy? Or maybe you need music or audio for your content. Crosspad Creative offers a whole host of solutions for individuals and small businesses. Just email Josh at crosspadcreative at gmail.com and see what he can do for you. Now, quick funny story. Apparently, I don't know who, because... Facebook will tell me, but somebody filed a claim from our last on our last show for okay. Our shows usually last about an hour and fifteen minutes. This claim was for a single second of audio in an hour and fifteen minute show. What the what? shit? <laughs> like, like what I, I, I'm so confused. I, 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 I'm going to be honest with you. At first, I was like, okay, maybe like Facebook will at least point me to the one second of audio that's egregious. But, but they don't. So I was like, I am, I am, I'm sorry. Here, here's a fun fact about Charlie. I love to do the show. I love doing Thursday Night Hangouts. I love to interview individuals. I hate listening to my own voice. I don't like the sound of my own voice. I, I like the content that I produce with the sound of my voice, but I don't want to listen to myself for an hour and 15 minutes. So I don't know what second it is. I don't know if it's like a squeak I made or Zelius made, or it was in the intro or the outro or whatever, but
1: uh, really. So they don't even tell you like where in the show you made the violation.
0: It'll just say the, the content will be muted.
1: That's really the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Exactly. Like,
0: so I'm literally.
1: Supposed to solve a problem if you don't know what problem you're solving?
0: So I, I, so I just, I, I sent an appeal. I'm like, look, if it's the intro or the outro, we have permission from the creator <laughs> to put it there. If it's something else, it's two people talking.
1: We just can't get away from it, sir.
0: I'm sorry. It's uh, Maybe, you know what? I bet you I know what it is. I bet you it's the Ohio State University because we use the word the, yeah. which probably takes a second to say, so the, yeah, about a second, which I'm surprised we didn't get dinged, like, I don't know, 500 times during the show.
1: Well, if you get dinged a bunch right now for this show, we'll know why this time.
0: The, 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 come on, Ohio State.
1: The Ohio State is stupid because it's two the, Oh, oh my God, so stupid. So stupid.
0: Anyways, yeah. No. Um, I yes. Now, let us uh, quickly do some Ultra Confusion shout outs because, uh, you know, those are super duper important as well. And the first one, of course, that we always have to do is the fact that Ultra Confusion will be participating in in fundraising for Extra Life for the 11th straight year. Extra Life is gamers doing what they do best. Game. To help sick and injured children at their chosen Children's Miracle Network Hospital. The money we raise through Extra Life will go directly to Children's Healthcare of Atlanta as unrestricted funds. This means that the hospital decides where and how to spend the money to ensure the dollars we raise make the biggest impact in the lives of the kids they treat. So if you have the capacity to donate, please go to extra life.org and search for Alter Confusion. Now, ladies and gentlemen, if you would like to be uh, friend of the show uh, an officially recognized friend of the show uh, and get a shout out every single thursday night or perhaps you would like to just help support alter confusion in a li- slightly lower uh tier ladies and gentlemen alter confusion has a patreon We survive the love and support of fans like you, and so we have a Patreon page. Patreon lets you, the fans, the lovers, the haters, the supporters, the demigods, the extraterrestrial beings, the interdimensional beings, the ghost specters, whatever you are out there, to become active participants in the work we love through a monthly membership. This gives you access to exclusive content, community, and insight into our creative process. In exchange, we gain a bit more freedom to do our best work and the stability we need to build an even stronger creative career. We, like I just hinted at, we have two tiers. We have one tier. It's a $1 a month or $12 a year. Uh, and that will give you early access to all the playthroughs, as well as access to all the patron-only posts. Uh, if you want to bump it up, slightly, and be part of the Friends of the Show for every single week. That is a $5 a month tier. Uh, That's $5 a month or $60 a year. And that, of course, will give you all the stuff at the $1 amount, but also uh, it will put your name or organization uh, in in the thank you section for every single Thursday night hangout. So, if you're interested, go to patreon.com slash alterconfusion. Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com.
1: And alterconfusion yes. is all one word. Come patron us. Yes.
0: Become a patron. And while you're there, check out Nurburger Games, who I believe just set up their Patreon page uh, to help some of their um, supplemental um, spinoffs of some of their stuff. I believe the first one they're going to attempt is capers, cyber. Ooh, nice. Indeed. Indeed. Okay. So I have to say that there, there is something that happens many a times, be it in video games, be it in TV, being in movies. And that of course is something that we sometimes is very humorous, sometimes very frustrating. And that is lost in translation. What I'm talking about is that there are of course, uh, Games, movies, TV shows that are originally from a different uh, country, so it's a different language, and so you get your your subtitles. Uh, so if you want, if you do not know the language, then of course you get your dubs. Dubs, of course, is uh, a different actor voicing over the lines, so that you can listen to it in whatever your native tongue is. My gripe that I've run into, I don't know what is going on, but Netflix, you're starting to piss me off. I don't know what's going on, but the last couple of times I've chosen an English speaking show. And then because the character is kind of mumbling or something, I've turned on subtitles. So I know what they're talking about, but then like the subtitles and the actual dialogue is so far off. It's not even funny.
1: Like <sighs> not accurate. You mean
0: it'd be like, okay, let's, I'm, I'm going to make up a sentence. Um, uh, let's see here the the strength of the realm can be found in its people is the line okay so it turns out it, the the subtitle is the people make the kingdom stronger in this time of need I'm like okay I, yes I understand it means the exact same thing but it you have the script. It's, it was first in English. You have the script, just literally cut, paste, so it matches up.
1: <laughs> uh, I, I have not actually experienced that. I don't know what show you're talking about.
0: I'm trying to remember what it was. Actually, I
1: think it was, um, now of course
0: I'm gonna forget because I've been, I've been bouncing between like three different Netflix shows as of late. The, um, it's, has anyone seen the, uh, the Vinland Saga anime? It's a Viking thing. The, I I have a big gripe with that. It, but I, I will keep it to myself because I don't remember how long it's been out, so I don't want to ruin it.
1: Okay. So speaking of subtitles, mm-hmm. how do you feel about, in this case, video games? Mm-hmm. Of so, I'll go back to Tales. The original. I, this is the first time for me that I've done this. Okay. Original. Mm-hmm. Um. In, original Japanese. Mm-hmm. And I kept actually the or, um, spoken dialogue all in Chinese. Now I'm using only the um, dubs to actually, or subtitles, sorry, mm-hmm. the subtitles to read in English what's going on. And it actually feels more immersive because it's like the natural, like when the character is speaking, it feels well, actually more natural to have that original language um, and then read the subtitles as they come. So, how do you, have played a lot more JRPGs than me where this has probably been the case. Um, although I don't have any fight that are all spoken lines to be fair.
0: True, but um, I, I will I will say that if usually, if there is going to be a more immersive experience through through actual spoken dialogue, it's gonna be in the, the, the native language. So if it was a Japanese game, if it's all in Japanese, chances are you're gonna get more spoken dialogue uh, from the Japanese version here, here's a fun fact, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, not all dial- not all dialogue content is created equal. Uh, mm-hmm. there, there are going to be games out there that have spoken dialogue in the native tongue, Japanese, Russian, English, Icelandic, whatever. And then if you want to switch over to another language, uh, either there will not be any spoken dialogue, or the spoken dialogue will be a much smaller subset of what is being spoken. So I totally, uh, I'm totally I, okay yeah. with, with you know, um, with with ha- I, I I am with you. I I, I feel that now I'll, most of the time I do have English on, but if it does, you know, if you know, if, if I get that. I guess that itch then I'll switch over to um to the 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 native language and then have the subtitles on. And yes, I I agree. It does it, it can create a much more immersive environment when it when it comes to Netflix shows, I listen or I watch the show and the original uh dialogue and the oh. the original language, the actual actors' voices instead of having the American dub over it um
1: well i also think because like in video games specifically i'm one of those people who even if it's spoken and i think this is why for me i am never games that don't have spoken dialogue don't bother me Mm -hmm. as i always have subtitles on regardless oh no i i I do do. much more to read in subtitles than i am caring about hearing the vocalization
0: i for me i i i too i will i no matter if it's Spoken in English or not, I will have the subtitles on when it plays. When it comes to a video game, there's two reasons for that. One, just in case I actually accidentally missed what was said, so I could quickly yeah. read it. And two, because of my job, I now like automatically default to turning on captions because with my with my nine to five job, um, that's something I I need to make sure in my nine to five job that that what is being said is being, you know, completely 100% given to you in a different format as well. Otherwise, that's a big no-no uh, for, for federal funded stuff.
1: By the way, totally random, but yes. I had a tar- total Charlie about it. It mm-hmm. was a government website I saw. Mm-hmm. I think it was accounting one specifically. Mm-hmm. To fill out the form, you had to complete the CAPTCHA. Mm-hmm. The CAPTCHA, was to type in the name of the color in a box, <laughs> and I saw. I'm like, well, what if you're color blind?"
0: Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, th- that's why. Okay, this is I'm going off on a little bit of tangent. There, there's a there's a contrast ratio that has to be uh, um that has to be accomplished because the thing is that certain color blindness will just make one color kind of disappear. Uh, if you have a certain, if if you don't have enough contrast in the background, but also if it's, that's why it's, ladies and gentlemen, if you ever go into uh, teaching in a public university, college, whatever, you cannot color code shit on your website. You can bold it, uh, but do not color code it because color coding is a big no-no. Because of color blindness. Which uh, makes sense. But 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 to go a step further with the capture thing, there should have been some kind of accessibility button there. If there wasn't, that's a no no. Um, yeah.
1: I figured like probably some random guy at the county just made the website and probably not a whole lot of oversight going on. That
0: that is that that is my job's worst nightmare, is when a professor's like, well, I just would have had it go and popped it up online so everyone could see it anyway
1: and i color coded all of the questions and answers to help everyone more visibly and easily see what i'm asking them to do
0: no 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 there's 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 definitely teachers out there that will be like well uh what i did is for those uh who are paying attention is i wrote uh a certain during one of the lectures i wrote on the board uh a, the, a name of a color and if you actually went to my website and you looked for that color um and what words were associated with that color then you could get a leg up on the quiz no don't do that
1: <laughs> sounds smart to me
0: it, it's it you know it's a great way to make sure that your students are paying attention however for someone individual for an individual who can't actually see the color red or green or purple or some other color yeah no don't do it
1: Just do it, man. Okay,
0: so we have now reached the four year anniversary of a game called Octopath Traveler, which a lot of people rave, love. I hated the damn thing. There's no closure in it. Didn't you play the whole game though? Yeah, I did. There's no closure in it. I mean, I did play the entire game. Did I enjoy the parts of the game? Yes. Did I enjoy the game overall? no because i was like
1: okay what if it's about the journey and not the destination no like think about it was all of us are going to die one day and the death is never fun or glorious so you have to enjoy the journey because the end is not always what it's cracked up to be
0: zealous no <laughs> shush all right continue um but so, is there a game out there for you personally, Zealus, that people are like? Oh my God, it's the best game ever! And you're like that—that that you found was oh. the absolute opposite.
1: Oh, uh, I, I mm. hold on. Let me look at my video game logs and see if I see something of interest. Um, uh, nothing of interest. Honestly, nothing immediately springs to mind as far as a OMG, um, but I'm quickly, well, I think more of it for me though is it's more of a style of game. So a game that seems like I should love, like for instance, a um, Elder Scrolls mm-hmm. because it's the RPG. I also, as you know, I'm not big into open world games. Um, so a game like that, or, we, or same thing, even like The Witcher. The Witcher's a little bit too open world for my taste. Um, so games like that, that most people are like, this is the best thing ever. I'm like, meh, I'm sure it is. Um, but it just doesn't do it for me, sir. I, yeah,
0: I mean, I could see that. I mean, for, for me, I, uh, I think off the top of my head, um, I think this... <laughs> This once upon a time was an actually good game in my mind, but because it's been whored out so much, I can't stand Chrono Trigger. Like here we go, oh my god, Chrono Trigger! I'm like, shut the fuck up! I don't know, I don't want it. Let's talk about something else.
1: There's always time for it, sir.
0: Albert, and I mean, I mean um, I'll I will take it. I will also admit. Um, that uh, the the Souls games, the Dark Souls games, Elden Ring, I was like, oh, it's amazing. I'm sorry, I'm like. There's a point where I actually want to make progress in a game. Yes, I understand. There, these games are supposed to beat the shit out of you a- until you get it right. But I've, but putting, I don't even know how many freaking hours I put into Elden Ring. But basically, I have mastered killing the wildlife in the game, and that's it.
1: Like, even if... yeah, that's definitely fair. That, to me... Actually, I think one for me is actually Assassin's Creed. Like, Mm -hmm. I've tried, I think, three of these Assassin's Creeds. Mm -hmm. It's like, not even the open-worldness, but I feel like they just get to be super repetitive. It's either, like, the original ones where you actually did the stealth, just became super repetitive stealth kills or later in games, like the combat just was never like when they came almost like more of like an action RPG. Yeah. The action was the action combat was never that good to me. Um, there's other games I thought did it better. So I'm just kind of like, Meh. Like I just never found the games that good or like they would have it like Oh it's more of like an, an action style but like you're still supposed to like stealth around. I okay so with the Assassin's Creed I do, I I, do it for me.
0: I I like the story but I but I think that there was and I and I will agree with you there was a lot of filler there's a lot of like repetitive crap shit that you got that you had to do that was just kind of like eh, that like literally I think I can't remember which Assassin's Creed it was, but like you could get like poison on your dagger or on when your stiletto, your retractable yeah. stiletto. And I'd literally just like walk through crowds and just start stabbing people just for shits to <laughs> giggles because I'm getting bored. Yeah.
1: You know, I, yeah, I, they just I never did it for me.
0: I mean, I, I love the stories. I loved, you know, the, this historical take now, of course, uh, long, uh, time front of the show jesse who was who's been one of our co-hosts uh, many years ago now uh he loves the assassin well he loved at least the first three or four assassin's creed because he's a history buff and so this this was right in his wheelhouse yes did they make up some stuff to to fit it in there absolutely but at this but it, but at the same time it was good stuff I have a game that a lot of people love that I didn't, I found really boring and just kind of meh. And that of course is The Last of Us. Mm. I was like, okay. It was like, oh my God, it's amazing. We're gonna make a TV show out of it. I'm like, how? It's it's a girl and a dude walking around, fighting against zombies. I mean, that's so original.
1: But zombies are so cool, man, don't you know? Everyone loves to fight some zombies. What are we get, I mean what
0: I I feel like we have been on like zombie overload for like 3 years. Maybe COVID has kind of pushed off the 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 need for the next the next thing, but dear
1: god. <laughs> There's always time for zombies.
0: I guess. I guess. But anyways, you know, never was never really my thing. Um, I'm trying to pull up this website real quick here. Mm, excuse me. Dang it! I had something that I that I've now.
1: It seems so confused.
0: I am confused because the there was a story I had that's now closed and I can't find it now. Um, there is a new kid movie or kid D movie out on Netflix called The Beast. Or, yeah, I think it's just called The Beast or The Sea Beast. The Sea Beast. Um, it's not bad. It's, re- it's pretty good. But, oh, my God. If you've seen How to Train Your Dragon, just put it in the ocean. And that's that's really the, the movie. Hmm. But it's good. Uh, in the world of Netflix, the sea beast. Heroic monster hunters take o- to the high seas to f- kill fearsome creatures in order to keep water safe for seafarers. Or at Sorry, least that's what everyone believes.
1: I'm very confused. Huh? it sounds like monster hunter
0: yeah i mean that's you know whatever
1: or a lot of games or tv shows for that matter
0: where once again there is no such and i like people like you know the there's some original you know just gotta look for the original ideas there's no such thing as original idea at this point there's just a different spin on an existing idea
1: I don't think that's fair. I think you could still try to have original content. I mean, think about it. Like, you know, especially think about like Akira. That was pretty damn original when it came out.
0: Yes. Now, of course, so, you have you've had a bunch of, of you know repeaters.
1: Well, this is true. Or um, Princess Mononoke when that came out. Yep. So I think there definitely could still be originality. I don't know if I necessarily buy that. It's rarer than it used to be Um, because you always had the Hollywoodization issue. And that's been an issue since basically the cinema came out. So I think you still occasionally have the actual unique movie or show or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Um, But they're usually not the ones that make the headlines. agree. It's, I mean, let's be honest. It's, why do you think they made six Transformer movies? Those are the ones that for better or for worse, make the headlines.
0: Because it's Michael Bay and there's explosions and we love violence in the United Wait, States of America.
1: Explosions? I shall watch it after this show, sir.
0: Yes. Lots of big booms, a couple robots sprinkled here and there, but mostly explosions. Actually it goes military explosions, robots. That's, that's the, uh, the hierarchy. Is that the, is that the slogan?
1: Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's his card. It's like Michael Bay. Military explosions,
0: explosions and con- the actual content from uh, the for the name of the movie.
1: Wait, there's actually a story here? About- it's like Avatar. Oh, wait, no, that's, that's James Cameron.
0: I was about to say Avatar. Explo- military explosions, blue people. But that's James Cameron. That's not Michael Bay.
1: But hey, there's another one coming out.
0: Yes, finally. I feel like they've been they've put that off for quite a while.
1: Yeah. I I haven't been to the movie theater since COVID, and that's definitely a movie theater movie, so I doubt I'll actually see it.
0: Okay, here we go. Michael Bay movie, Armageddon, Military, World Ending Explosion, Deep Rig Drillers. Oh uh, God, I'm going to have too much fun with this. Yeah, what? I said I'm about to have way too much fun with this, looking down stuff he's directed. Yeah. Nah. Bad Boys 2. Cops. Explosions. Buddy comedy.
1: Hey, don't. The first and second Bad Boys were actually pretty fun. Movies. Oh no,
0: I'm, I'm just saying, but that's that's the Michael Bay formula. It's like, yeah. Anyways, sorry, I went off on a tangent because that's what I do.
1: But at least, like, I will say, like, the first and two ones, like, yes, there are explosions, but like, there was actually good action shots.
0: Yeah, of course.
1: That were actually well done with good cinematography. Versus a movie like Transformers, which was just not even fun to watch because you didn't know what the hell was going on on the screen. Agreed. That That's what was so unfortunate about it. It was like, well, this is dumb.
0: Yes. So if I heard right, at uh, San Diego Comic-Con, there's going to be a Dungeons & Dragons pop-up tavern. And damn it, I wish that I could see it.
1: They can totally, if they did it right, can make it like its own version of Battle and Brew if you think about it.
0: But it would just be a limited time thing. Which, by the way, we need to go to Battle and Brew.
1: I'm always ready to go to B&B, sir.
0: Ladies and gentlemen who are watching or listening to this, either live or recorded, if you're in the Atlanta area, you need to go to Battle and Brew. Battle and Brew is open every day but
1: Mondays? Is that right? I know it is. Yeah, it is closed one day, but I don't remember what it actually is. I'm
0: going to look it up right now. Because gosh. Yep, it. it's Monday. Okay. Don't go on Mondays. Otherwise. Okay. Don't go on Mondays and go on Thursdays as long as it's not between the hours of 8 p.m. and 9.30ish.
1: Why go on Thursdays?
0: Because you're watching us. Unless you could get Battle and Brew to turn us on.
1: That'd be kind of cool.
0: And then go right ahead. And I got no problem with that.
1: Request it on so that they can see us. Okay. There's this great show that we're going to be missing out on, dude. Turn up the volume. Crank Wait. up the volume so we can all hear it. Crank it up, baby. And of course, they still have their $3 dollars b and Yeah.
0: Which I, th- I think we discovered was PBR, right? Or was it I actually Bush?
1: To say, I taste a step up from PBR, though. Is it Bush? Maybe It's not PBR. Right? It's not that lame.
0: Hmm. Anyways. All right, kids. Well, I think we've reached the end of the show. Uh, well, first of all, Zeely, so are you playing anything fun?
1: Um, I'm still playing uh, Final Fantasy XIV and Tales of Arise are currently my games.
0: Ruggage. I beat Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Uh, I'm playing, um, of course, now I've just blanked down on the name of the game. So I'm going to have to cheat one second here. Uh, Neon White, which is an awesome game, with also has the voice talent of Steve Blum. So that's probably why I'm playing it. Um, And then uh, I have, I believe I've picked out the next, Ultra Confusion uh, playthroughs, So, for those patrons out there, uh, be on the lookout for. I believe I've decided on Act One of The Lost Legends of Redwall.
1: Where did Redwall go, sir?
0: It's actually an abbey. And, and uh, Redwall is actually the name of a series uh, by Brian Jacques, uh, which is a fantastic series you got redwall you got um martin the warrior Matomo, and a shit ton of other books uh i highly recommend that you read redwall and Matamo and martin the warrior bare minimum uh but the the early playthrough will be for one of those oh shit i just messed up Zelius. there we go <laughs> zealous video <laughs> just kind of danced around the screen there for a second you know,
1: maybe uh, I was dancing a little
0: bit you never know I, uh, I did try playing a game it's supposed to be a horror game called Blackberry Um, I had to stop almost like 10 minutes in because it was originally Russian and uh, <laughs> then it was dubbed uh, in English and the individual who they got to read the English lines I wow if you, th- this is why this is kind of fun. It was it was kind of fortuitous that Zealus actually brought up the fact of the original uh, voice acting, breathing life into the game, because you have this game that's absolutely one hundred percent Russian. Uh, the it, that's that's your first um, audio uh, option, and you know that you could feel the passion in what the guy's saying. Then you have the English translation. It's like, so I ran into the tree. I had to find a way to get round tree to get to house of my friends. I'm like, oh no.
1: Nice. <laughs> no, no, no. That sounds a painful.
0: Yes. Uh, I I the like the first big puzzle is like the numbers mean to do something. And I'm like, but but for
1: what? Silence what indeed sir but is yeah. it, it maybe you should do your own voiceovers for it do i like look
0: if if, ladies and if you are a dev, uh, indie developer out there and you need like a voiceover i will give you a voiceover and you i will i will time. i will i will put the passion in every single spoken word i will not give you maybe a... that's what they
1: say these CDs are missing is it's a little bit of ultra confusion voiceovers exactly
0: i will not give you a monotone almost robotic reading of the words oh yay we just won the battle but if it's a robot celebrate. sir
1: maybe there's a program robot that is supposed to be monotone and-
0: if it if it's if it fits with the character sure but if it's supposed to be like yes we won and it's read Yes, we won the battle. Many died. I'm very sad for the death of my friends. Sigh.
1: I understood every word you just said, sir.
0: I understand that you understood every single word, but did you feel the
1: passion? I think not.
0: Anyways. um, But yeah uh so ladies and gentlemen i'd like to thank everyone for tuning in to the Ultra confusion thursday oh my lord hold on you can do it sorry i think i think the the root canal paint stuff is starting to really get to me now once i oh my gosh <laughs> huh ladies and gentlemen i'd like to thank everyone for tuning in to the Ultra confusion thursday hangout for myself charlie and zealy it's been a pleasure Give me to come our heads our mouths and of course Our hearts will be back next Thursday for another Ultra Confusion Thursday night hangout.
1: Remember, kids, keep on gaming in the free world. (laughs) Amen to that, brother.